0: But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. So let's dive into some quick housekeeping. If you haven't already, hop on over to Amazon and grab a copy of my new book, Easy Everyday Habits to be More Eco-Friendly. Hey, mama earth's chi is like totally sick right now so it's our job to band together and you know do something about it this is the ultimate guide for anyone that has no idea where to start thinks it's someone else's problem or is just too damn lazy to do it let's make our planet like totally high vibe okay cool we're gonna make mom so proud Number two, Mastering Feng Shui with Confidence launches in three weeks. Oh my God. We have been planning this all year. I can't believe that it's actually here now. This is like blowing my mind. Enrollment for the course will open soon. So if you're interested in learning more about this, be sure to get on the wait list to get notified when the enrollment cart opens. In order to do that just go over to our website at gatesinteriordesign.com and in the navigation bar is a little ticker thing called energy course you can click on that there and get on the wait list you'll be notified as soon as the email goes out when the cart is open okay so today oh my gosh you are in for a real treat the gates team and i have been wanting to do this really cool like month this this really cool thing around our clients. And so we decided to make the entire month of September into like a customer appreciation month. But this will have nothing to do with us and everything to do with the successes that our clients have been experiencing and have experienced. I just absolutely hate it when companies go on and on and on about all the amazing things that they've done for their clients, but it's so fricking one-sided, right? I always wonder like, are they really getting these amazing results? Are their clients really that happy? And will people really experience life altering change like they say they do? I mean, they're selling insurance. Okay. (laughs) We're not selling insurance. But, you know, I just always wonder if companies are, you know, kind of bloating how the experience around their clients and, and what their clients are getting out of it. So that's what this month is going to be all about. I want to flip the script, so to speak, and turn it over to our clients and give them a platform the for real, for reals on what they have gone through, you know, the messy stuff in between that a lot of people don't talk about, what feng shui was to them, and now what it is to them now after working with me, and what it's really, really done for them in their own for real words. None of that. No, really, guys, it's amazing, and like, full of unicorns and stuff. (laughs) So today we are kicking off this month with one of our clients who lives in San Francisco and her name is Leslie. And she is legit feng shui junkie. I would argue that she almost knows as much as me. It was just that she was studying only half of the recipe. And so she'll tell you in her own words about, you know, the trials and tribulations, the downside to DIYing your feng shui and trying to do it on your own and figuring it out on your own. And when it was time to call in the expert, that would be me, (laughs) in case you're wondering. So Leslie takes it back to basics, shares her story in her own words, and was so determined to get this feng shui stuff right that if I had told her to move, she probably would have. Damn, girl, way to commit. So I adore Leslie because she was willing to do the work. And hey, the work has paid off. And so her testimonial and her experience is just one of hundreds that we have gotten this year. And You know, Deborah and I here in the office, we love hearing about these amazing transformations and these amazing stories, and they make us feel so damn warm and fuzzy, and we get super excited, and we love what we do, and it has really checked the box of this idea of how can we give back and how can we serve, because now through this work, I feel like we're really tapping into that, but hey, I want to be able to share this with the world, too, because I want you to know that there is possibility out there, that there is opportunity out there to change and shift your environment and to change and shift you for the better. And we're going to hear that today from Leslie's own words. Alrighty. You ready to get started? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hey, hey everyone. This is Amanda Gates and I'm so excited to have one of my clients on, Leslie Donaldson. Welcome, Leslie.
1: Thank you. (laughs)
0: I'm excited. Uh, Leslie just announced to me, uh, confessed to me that this is her first podcast ever. So I'm super honored that you have decided to say yes to be. uh, Your first podcast was with me.
1: Yep. And I'm a podcast junkie. So I love podcasts.
0: That's awesome. Well, now you'll be able to listen to uh, a podcast that you've been on. Maybe you'll get more shows. Maybe people will uh, reach out to you, want to be on and have you on their show as well. That'd be great. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I was just talking to you about is one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show is that you had this beautiful property with this amazing home on it, but it is very unique and I really feel like it Really allows us to go into the depths of what uh feng shui can really be and and what it can really do for you, um, but before we dive into yours and your feng shui and your property, I'm curious what your first experience with feng shui was like do you remember when you first found it and and when you first started experimenting with it
1: um, no because i I always feel like i've always been trying to learn more about feng shui um, or i've always heard that term even when I was younger um, so and i I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what feng shui is and how to use it um, i I mean I just always remember I, I you know i'm always attracted to to energy and uh, just subtle, just subtle energies in the way uh, a room or a place or a space makes you feel. So I've always been interested in in colors and trying to set um, a space and a home, make it feel right. Um, and like you always said, you can have a beautiful home, but if the energy's not right, then uh, you know the the pretty isn't gonna make you feel good. So, um, I mean, when I was younger, I was always, um, playing in my room and, and trying to decorate and move things around and light candles. And, um, I I guess do it my own way before I knew what feng shui was, but, um, I've been trying to really study feng shui in the last, um, five to eight years, but not until I listened to your podcast was, did I kind of stop and say, wait. I, there's more than just paint or or placing bamboo or nine oranges in your kitchen and getting your energy right and so i was i'm just so fascinated by you know the transcendental and metaphysical aspect of it and um so i i i want to learn more so that's why i reached out to you Cause I knew there was something, I kept changing things in my um, apartment and I was like, something is off and I kept feeling it. And I was like, I just need someone to help me so I can understand this and get my space right. So I feel, me and my kids can feel just a sense of relief, really good about our place. Cause it is so unique and it is a gorgeous property And, uh, uh, you know, the designs are amazing here. So I was just, that's why I reached out to you.
0: And you can hear the exasperation in her voice. Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm curious, you know, you had said that it was more than just, you know, place nine oranges in your kitchen. What? Because you had said some things to me. Uh, you know, that you had done some paint and stuff, but I'm curious, you know, what are some things that you had done before you had worked with me uh, on your current house?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, my kids would make fun of me and, and my friends too. Um, Cause everybody would be like, what are you doing this weekend? Leslie? I'd be like, I'm going to feng shui my house or I need to feng shui Taylor's room, my daughter. And they're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, because I'm always rearranging and decorating and decluttering, um, you know, and trying to, you know, we live in such a small apartment, so I really, we need our own space. So I, painting, rearranging furniture, decluttering, um, there's so many pieces of furniture um, that I've brought up to the property physically and that's a challenge but um just always like I would have a compass out and I would always like try to you know I'd get the compass out and I'd try to do my Bagua map with you know direction south north you need to have you know in your fames you know and reputation area reds and pinks and so I'd try to decorate and get pillows and colors all with reds and pinks and, or, you know, uh, just all this, I don't know. I, I feel like it kind of, I went to, into a rabbit hole trying to just feng shui every corner of my house. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have all these, you know, Buddhist statues and um, bamboo and <laughs> just, it just... Kind of got a little crazy, and I was like, "Wait, I, I don't think I, I'm understanding everything fully. I need to stop." Because my kids would come home, they'd be like, "What did you change this time, mom?" <laughs> I was like, well, you know, something was always different.
0: I love it. And so, where did you get the majority of your information from? Where were you finding these tips and tools from?
1: Um, just online. I would search, you know, Bagua Maps or. Um, certain websites um you know how to attract love into your bedroom you know like you need to have a headboard which I didn't have a headboard two nightstands which I didn't have I had an old um from I'm divorced so I had um an old dresser from when I was divorced in my room and I was like Nope, we're getting rid of that. Take that out. Let's get a new dresser. No bad energy (laughs) to my love life. So, I mean, I, you know, online books. So that's where I would get my information. So I feel like just based
0: on what we've talked about, one of the things I was going to ask you is what, what did you feel like your success rate was? Um, do you feel like those things helped you at all? Do you feel like it, you know, because I do think that there's an aspect when you get information and you feel empowered about it. I mean, how great is that, that you were proactive with the information and started to make changes because that's what you were trying to attract in your life. But how did it um, really, were the results
1: from it? Did it make you feel good? Did Did you see changes from it? I, sometimes I feel like I did see changes from it. Um but then they would go away or I felt like there was still something wrong or something off or I didn't do it right. And a lot of the information was that, you know, would say if you be careful, cause if you do do it wrong, you could have the opposite effect or, you know, you can mess up, you know, the, the chi um, or energy in your home or your space or your room. So. I was kind of freaked out. And I went into a really bad rabbit hole where I was driving myself crazy, because I was just changing too much. And I, I, I didn't really fully understand everything.
0: And I think maybe that's some of the hurdles that I probably hear the most is, you know, I always ask people, like, what do you feel like really got you tripped up? Or, or what stopped you from Uh, really getting the results that you wanted to, you know, get in your life and really get the the happiness and and the joy that you were seeking. It sounds like, you know, the the major hurdles that you were just coming up against what, and I hear this all the time is that, you know, there's a lot of the stuff that's out there is fear based and it's, you know, it freaks you out Um, and that's not really my approach and, and I don't think that there's anything to fear about it, but I do see that a lot. And it sounds like that was also really getting into your head and get, you know, kind of
1: getting in your way. Yes, it definitely was. You have read a lot
0: of books and you're totally on board with this feng shui stuff. I think that's awesome that you were even doing it as a a kid. Um, what was the deciding factor for you where you were just like, you know what? Like I have done everything I possibly can do. I've got the oranges in my kitchen. My house is full of Buddhas. It's time to call Amanda.
1: I think last year, just a lot of the last two years, um, because I'm I'm a generally a very positive, happy person um, that I'm just I'm constantly trying to to make things right and and manifest you know, just the goodness for me and my kids and and attract, you know, um um uh, like more education, um more just happier relationships, positive, good relationships, um, and, and attract love and um and with my job. Um and but my job there was so much chaos in my job. Um a lot of people quit uh, where I work, and my, it was really tough. I was stressed out. Everybody was slacking, emailing each other on the weekends, texting me from New York, from, from California, you know. I mean, it, it got to a point where my kids were like, Mom, you need to get off your phone. Mom, you need to get off of email. And everything in our company was so urgent and it was like life or death with our job. With our job. And I was like, wait, we we make jewelry. This is <laughs> not a life or death situation. You know, we're on Facebook Live. We're on, you know, we're doing Instagram. It's not the end of the world. Like, I know we have deadlines, but for half the people to quit because everybody was so stressed out um, and everybody was just... It, It kind of got crazy, and then there was some deaths that happened close to me, Um, my relationship with my ex-husband, my relationships with some of my friends. uh, I was like, I need to get a handle on this. Um, And I was trying to figure out whether I should, I had to think about whether I wanted you to start first or whether I wanted to do meditation first. And I figured you would be the best place to start. So I can get a handle on my relationships, set up boundaries, set up boundaries with work, not open my emails when I get home so I can spend time with my family, my kids, because they're the most important piece in my life. And then once I figured you would be able to help me with all the chi and energy in my life, then I was like, then I can start to really meditate and really take the time to meditate two times a day, which I've been doing. And I, I mean, I love, I've always been into meditation, but I didn't know how to do it right. I don't think. Um, so I took a, the Ziva online meditation mm-hmm. and to help me. And I love, I've been doing it two times a day for like two to three months, um, as a ritual, like every day. um, and it's, that's really helped me out too. So I think the combination of you and meditation has just helped me tremendously. I just, I feel so much better.
0: Without a doubt. And meditation is so important because there's this whole other aspect that people never take into consideration. And that's our personal chi. So. Yeah. If your home is not vibing right, and you're not vibing right, or if you're vibing at different frequencies, they're not going to align. That's where the home alignment comes from, in everything that we talk about with Gates Interior Design is we talk about you know getting your energy right, and you can't have a beautiful space without beautiful energy, because you know we could sway the hell out of your house, but if your your personal chi is low your feng shui is going to come back down with you. So that's, you know, I think that um, you are a true Testament for how this can really transform your life and can really work when you're willing to do the work because not only did you want to shui your house and, and get all the energy and all the good juju in there and, and, you know, elevate your family, but you also took care of yourself. And I think a lot of people miss that link, but, That's something that I prescribe and give homework to, to all of our clients. And I think that's the biggest shift that we see in a lot of people is that they don't realize how important the personal chi is and how that, you know, could really be the missing link that really helps everything come together. And Emily's program is amazing because she makes it, she's like me, she makes everything so much more simplified.
1: Yes. And that's what I loved. And I, you know, I, I want to learn more and both of you just, it, it made sense. And I'm like, and you guys were easy to listen to, you know, cause there's some people you're like, Oh, uh, I can't, I'm not vibing with this person or their voice or their, you know, whatever they're doing. But you guys, I'm just so thankful for all the speakers that you put on your podcast. Um, cause I've learned so much and I'm so interested in, in everybody that you've had on your show And the one thing that I also loved about what you say is that, because I I think I told you I will move out of my apartment and move somewhere else. (laughs) I was like, but you were like, but everything's fixable. Not every home or, or office is energy or map, but everything is fixable. It, you don't have to move out. And I was, that was a sense of relief. I was like, I don't, I was like, thank goodness. Well, I think that's another
0: misconception, right, is that it's that fear-based feng shui of, you know, and and even you mentioned earlier, you know, for your bedroom, I have to have the two nightstands. I mean, that's another misconception. No, you don't.
1: I I didn't know that. I need to learn more.
0: Yeah, and I, I it's funny because I actually um I ha we've been so busy here in the office, I haven't gotten it up yet, but I've actually recorded a podcast. Um like it's something like the top five or the top nine misconceptions in Feng Shui. And I think that's like number three is <laughs> the nightstands. Oh, that
1: is so funny. Um, it's hilarious
0: and it you know to me that's the difference between you know um an advanced feng shui practitioner you know versus somebody who's more of a novice and and more of that surfacey stuff because i think that's what is the challenge is, is you do those things that you read or that you pick up and then you don't get the results that you really want you may get a little bit of a shift but you don't get what you really want and then you're like well this feng shui stuff doesn't work
1: exactly yeah Well, and I'm really into symbolism, so, you know, um, and signs and symbolism. And that, in a way, can put you into a rabbit hole, too, so.
0: Well, and I think that what's so profound about your journey and, and what I love about it is that you are very similar like me when, you know... I don't usually, if something really resonates with me, if I'm not getting the results, I will continue to seek it out. I will continue to learn. I will continue to find answers. And so I think the biggest issue with feng shui is that when you're really talking about the good energy, it is light and fleeting. It's very fluffy. And so it's not like those dense below the cross emotions. And so if you put in those nightstands and you don't get the results, most people will be like, oh, this feng shui shit doesn't work versus, well, maybe I did something wrong, or maybe there's more to right. that I don't know. Yeah. So I think that that's the, the difference here, you know, and I love the fact that you kept searching and seeking and, you know, kept trying to get the right kind of vibe in your home and really get the energy right, because it's like you instinctively knew there's more to this story. There's more to this, and I know that I can achieve it.
1: Right. Yeah, and I truly believe in it. I truly, you know, believe in all that metaphysical, metaphysical world um, that you don't see, without um, a doubt. And I think
0: that you know, to another thing, with a lot of the stuff that's out there, it's very surfacey, and it doesn't really get into the metaphysical and the quantum physics aspect of what feng shui really can be. The reason why. Leslie was not really getting, I feel like the results is she has this beautiful house on this amazing piece of property. And when we're talking about feng shui, her property is like the epitome of a feng shui dream. (laughs) It is, um, when we're talking about that onion, this is really where we start to get into the layering of what feng shui can really open you up to be and how we can really approach this way beyond the surface. And Leslie, the other thing is, is, I should say, is Leslie drew up her floor plan is amazing. You did such an amazing job on your floor plan. Oh, um, thank you. And she also sent me, one of the things that I always have our clients do is send me their property. And the property is a huge uh, missing link that I think a lot of people don't take into consideration. And so she sent me both of these. And my grandmaster says to me all the time that if something strikes you as unusual, then you need to ask more questions. And so one of the things that struck me as unusual is we had first gotten your floor plan and. It has impeccable detail in it. And I just got a sense that there was more to the story. And when you sent over your property, I was like, oh my gosh, now I get it. Like, yes, there's more to the story. And so Leslie's property is unique because she her where her home is is she has to walk up a hill, but the property line actually looks like a skate. It looks like an ice skate. And so one of the things that I had asked Leslie about is, you know, do you feel like you're spinning out of control or do you feel like you're about to break or, you know, just this aspect of what could happen if you're on ice? And so this is where the story really started to unfold for Leslie is that we were able to, you know, I think on the surfacey stuff, you had mentioned that you were really chaotic at work, which would be spinning out of control. Um, you know, you felt like you really weren't being heard And, you know, the overall health of just your family because you weren't home and, and, you know, work was really consuming you. And so what we were able to do is, you know, when we approach feng shui in this way is we are not trying to do all the little tchotchkes of, you know, oranges here and then two two nightstands and all the little things that uh, I think what a lot of people think feng shui is are the charms or moving furniture. And so what we were able to do is go much deeper. And one of the big things was, uh, you hear me talk about on the show all the time, the top five disruptors, and she has uh, a big disruptor. She's got a bathroom in the back left of her home which is not only her wealth center but it's also indicative of communication and listening and being heard and so that was something that she was really struggling with is that people were not listening to her and she felt like she she said to us maybe it's me maybe i'm not communicating right maybe you know it's that it's not that they're not hearing me it's just that i'm not communicating right so I thought that that was great that you were like, maybe this is my fault. Um, but I think what was interesting about your floor plan is that, um, there was definitely lack of communication in your floor plan. There was definitely lack of love, um, lack of being able to find a partner and really bringing the family together. It was like, everybody was an Island. Everybody was doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. And when you had sent your floor plan in, and I think Deborah gave you a couple things. I don't have that in front of me, what she gave to you. But when you had those things that I uh, saw with your plan, did those resonate with you?
1: Um, like the, the mirrors and the, the...
0: Well, that was after we talked, after we had had oh, our Skype oh. call. But in the very beginning, when I had read your floor plan, and I just jotted down some notes with th- some things that I said before I knew anything about what you were oh, asking yeah. for.
1: Oh, my God. I I almost wanted to cry when you were telling me these things, because I was like, yeah, that's I mean, the the communication and me trying to communicate with with people at my old job um, and and my ex-husband and. Uh, people at work, I like literally, I thought I was banging my head up against the wall and I just, I couldn't understand it. And so I would try different ways of communicating with different people because of different styles. And everybody tells me how easy I am to work with and how kind of I listen and I'm I'm just, you know, I I, I just kept trying all these different methods of communication and I I just... I mean, I can't even tell you, I just wanted to, I don't know, I I was about ready, I feel like to be committed because I was driving myself crazy and I couldn't understand why nobody was either helping me or listening or um, just, it was too much craziness for me.
0: Yeah and I think that that's where the beauty of this level of feng shui comes in is the fact that you know when you do the surfacey stuff and it really doesn't get to the root of the problem and it doesn't really get you into the depths of where you really need help that being able to go into it at this much deeper level we were able to really give you some relief so that you weren't feeling you know so bogged down but I think too what was interesting is that you know you do have all these details in your floor plan and if nothing else it just validates that you're not crazy right
1: that's why I thought I literally thought I was crazy <laughs> I did
0: and I think that that's the beauty of of being able to be told that hey it's not you, it's literally your environment. We have details that are lurking in our environment that become mm-hmm. our reality. And that's where this quantum physics comes in. It's that literally the energy of our home is reflecting back to us. And those details are within the walls of our home. And you can do all these surfacey things all damn day mm. and not get the results. And that's why we have to go into that transcendental. We have to go. Right. In- Yep. surgically at that energetic level to really uproot the problem.
1: Well, even um, really close friends and, and family always used to tell me, Leslie, I don't know how you're dealing with work and your ex-husband. Because they, I mean, time and time again, everybody is like, holy cow, you're dealing with a lot of really bad shit like my ex husband was just downright nasty all the time and i constantly had to be the bigger person and you know i and rise above that but everybody's like oh my god it's been 5 years why does he still act this way you know and i was like i don't know and everybody's like something is even not they didn't think anything about the house but they're like something's like really going on. And I'm like, I know that's why I'm going to get it fixed. (laughs) I'm
0: going to fix it. And now when people say that you can say, well, it's in my floor plan. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh,
1: And
0: I, you know, what I think is so great is that, you know, Leslie and I had our, um, we actually ended up breaking it up in two parts just because there was so much going on with her property and also her home. But I think what's so great is that, you know, and I'm sure you've already gotten this from Leslie, but, you know, she was so open to the process and ready and willing to do anything and everything that I told her. I think, (laughs) I think if I had told you to like stand on your head and touch your nose and like hop, (laughs) but you know, as part of your homework, one of the things that I had asked you to do was, you know, establish a friendship with the trees on your property. And you were like, okay. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be brilliant. Like, this is going to be so amazing. This I, I think what's so great is all of the profound changes that Deborah and I have seen in you. Um you feel lighter, you're yeah. bouncing off of your emails like never before. Um the happiness the energy that you have around you has been so incredible um and it's been so amazing to go on this journey with you and to really see you transform over these last several months and and become who you are now knowing where you were share with the with the audience you know what that's been like you know going from DIYing your feng shui and then you know know, this advanced level and, and, you know, the differences that you've experienced.
1: Um, well, I do feel like a a lot lighter, a sense of relief. And I'm just thankful you were able that you took me on as a client. I was like, yes, finally. I just, I wanted someone to listen to me and I really wanted to understand, um, feng shui and, um, on a deeper level and 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 i do feel like this is the person i've always been and used to be and i just wanted to get back to to who i was and and my job is a lot better i have a lot more support the whole company the whole all the executives work has been a lot better um our team in sausalito our little studio team um, we've really bonded a lot, um, cause we've gone through so much and seen so many people come and go. I, I want to tell the, the two, my boss and the CEO who I work for, I, I really think they need to feng shui their, their corporate office in Brisbane and our studio design center in Sausalito. Cause I'm, and I want to try to figure out how to subtly tell them there's something going on because so many people are going in and out of that door in our company. It's unbelievable. So, and it's a great company, but you know, but anyway, um, so everything just is a lot better. I feel a lot better. The meditation has helped. Um, and I'm gardening, I have more time to garden and be outside because we live on such a beautiful property um so my garden is amazing you know i'm planting all these uh vegetables so i have a big vegetable garden and we have fruit trees getting outside and and having the time to do that i feel like has been a huge huge help in my personal energy and happiness
0: i love that and like i said you know your the communication that we've had with you we've noticed a huge shift in you know, your, your emails are bouncing off the page. You've, your energy has been fantastic. You've been so excited. It's definitely a huge shift, um, compared to the earlier communications that we've had. Um, what are your thoughts now that you've really gotten this energy stuff down and, and you've, you know, understood and and been able to put it into practice and, and how it's really changed your life? I mean, it's like I said, we've noticed a huge change in you.
1: Uh, Well, maybe because I'm so fascinated and interested in feng shui, maybe that's, you know, half of it, like I'm, you know, and everything metaphysical and, and, and transcendental and all the speakers that you guys have, that's, I love that, all that good stuff. Um, I think that's part of it. And then um, just finally having the time to do the things that I love to do, like be out in nature having my my hands in the dirt growing your own vegetables and showing the kids like you know this is organic food this is real food and we can cook with it um but like i said i i i'm trying to subtly like tell my sister in florida hey have you uh, you know i know you guys you know my niece has all these health issues um and they keep they have a beautiful house. they keep remodeling her house um, and there's now her and her best friend who's her sister are having relationship issues, which is unheard of and I'm like, maybe you should look at your floor plan like I want people to like look at their house and kind of look at what's going on and <laughs> trying to subtly let them know like let, let's look at your house and let's let's look at the shape of your home and maybe there's something going on that you guys don't don't see like
0: <laughs> yeah well i mean it's so true because so often we look to those external things right we we look to the food and the gym and the self-help books we get therapy but you know i say it all the time nobody ever considers their home as the possible solution and right. it's really under your nose. It's the thing that is closest to you and has the greatest effect on you and people usually don't even think of it as, you know, a possible solution to getting, you know, more time in their life or getting, you know, better energy at work. It's just like, wait, what? Can that really be real? Can that really work? Right. Yes. For those who are listening today, what would your advice be to them? What would you want them to know about feng shui and and what they may have, maybe their preconceived notions about it or, or, you know, what you think they should know about it?
1: That's a good question. Um, Definitely. I don't, I don't think people should do it on their own. Um, I, I think you definitely need, need help. Um, especially if you're a novice or you're just getting the information online and, and through books, cause I know it's definitely helped me to understand it better. And the, and what you, what you've done and and what you've placed in my home, I would have never thought I would have never thought or read it in a book or, and then known it like the ceremony part I think is beautiful. Um, and, and having a whole ceremony around placing, you know, some of the objects you had me place. Um, and then also just the, the meditation, I think the two combined. Um, and I would have never really um, done that on my own or done it properly. So I definitely think um, having an expert help you and guide you along is, is the way to go.
0: You know, I think one of the missions that I've really had with not only the YouTube channel but the podcast is to really help empower people, get them the right information and to give them the right kind of tools to help them because we see so many individuals who are doing more of the surfacey stuff and they're not getting the results. And it breaks our heart, frankly, you know, we just, we think that, um, you know, when you have the right recipe, I feel like a lot of the information that's out there, you know, it's missing like two or three of the most important ingredients. And so your cake is not going to come out, you know, beautiful if you don't have everything that you need. And so I think that having the right information, and having a, uh, a guidance counselor, if you will, to guide you through the process to get it right, I think it can become a really beautiful thing because it helps you develop a relationship with your home. It brings you closer with your family. And I think that too, what's great is you already had a great relationship with feng shui and, and believed in it solely, but I think the magic that can really unfold and occur when you do it right and you nail it um, it really opens up a sense of possibility for you.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Well, that was pretty much all of the questions that I have for you today, Leslie. I just really wanted to uh, talk feng shui with you and share you with my audience because I think that you know your property, your home is so beautiful and um, you were well on your way. You were excited about the process, but you were well on your, your way and you were just missing a few of those ingredients. And I'm just so excited to hear about where you are now and how things have really changed for you and your family and how happy you've been. Um, and I'm just so glad that you said yes to this.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me and having me. And, and taking me on as a client, that uh, was the biggest, the biggest gift. So thank you so much.
0: Well, I never feel like it's by mistake. I feel like, you know, the one thing that we hear all the time is I have no idea how I found you. I have no idea how I found this podcast. I don't know where you came from. And we're, Deborah and I are always like, we know. <laughs>
1: That's funny. <laughs>
0: Like just kind of, you know, it's that whole metaphysical thing. Like if you put it out there, like, I really need help. Like I need the right person to help me. And it's like, poof, yep. here we are. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I, I feel like we appeared at the right time for you to help you on your journey and get you to where you are now.
1: Yes. Thank you. Well, thank
0: you again, Leslie, for saying yes to this. And thank you for coming on today and sharing your story with our audience. I I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to resonate with this and um, are going to be happy to join the journey with you uh, and hear about all your great success.
1: Great. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: You know, it's funny when I tell people that I still work under a grandmaster to this day, a lot of times people will say, why? You've been doing this for so many years. You've been practicing feng shui for over 20 years. Why on God's green earth would you still need to work under a grandmaster? And here's the thing. In my school, we are taught that feng shui is a mini lifetime education. And I have to agree with that. If you ask me what I do in my spare time, you know what I'll tell you? Studying. I have so much information, hundreds of meditations, mantras, adjustments, nuances, all related to feng shui and feng shui principles. And here's the thing, what works for one person may not work for somebody else because of a nuance, because of our personal chi. There are so many things to take into consideration when it comes to energy. And that's one thing that I have absolutely adored about Leslie is that she has been open, ready, and willing to do the work and to try anything out and to experiment. And she has had great, great results. So my hope is that if you glean anything from this podcast, you have an understanding that there is so much more to feng shui than what you see in an article or what you see in a book. Case in point, I've actually told this story many times but I had a woman who hired me to help with her mother's home and when I got there, the mother greeted me kindly into her home but said, oh, I don't believe in this feng shui stuff. I've had so many things go wrong in my house and I put the popcorn on the back of my toilet to fix my finances and I'm still dealing with a lot of financial struggle so I don't believe in this feng shui stuff. I kind of giggled and I said, uh popcorn where what what is it that you're doing and she said the popcorn i put the popcorn on my toilet well she had read in a woman's day that one of the ways to fix your drain on your finances was to put popcorn on the back of your toilet now i don't know where this (laughs) information came from because we don't have any type of adjustment that we would put popcorn on a toilet but it was a great example And a great lesson for me of all the misinformation that is out there regarding feng shui so be careful what you read and be careful what you do when it comes to feng shui because if you are a novice my my greatest fear is that you will read something and do it and not get the results and blame the feng shui all right everyone Thank you so much for joining Leslie and I on this amazing podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Leslie, for saying yes to this. Thank you for allowing me to be your first podcast. You did an amazing job. Great job. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us at let's chat at thegatescompany.com. You can find out more information at gatesinteriordesign.com. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel full of additional feng shui information. And I think that pretty much sums it up for now. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never ever lies.